three, two, Hello everyone, my name is Mike Cisneros and you are listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. This is Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. We are live for Big Sis Night. This is the Big Sis Brewcast. I, I changed the um, the intro up to put Mike in there because, well, it makes sense. it's his show. Absolutely. You know, he, uh, he started this whole thing and I've just kind of carried the torch and... Um, hopefully, we've made him proud tonight with not only a fantastic beer, but what's going to be a action-packed, celebrity-packed episode. I'm sitting here with Evan Rouse, a very big table full of a bunch of empty mics, except for me and you sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> How are we so, doing? No. I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Good. Good. Um, good. I've had a couple of the Big Sis Pilsners already, and <laughs> they're amazing. Now, not to toot my own horn, but I did pull a lever. Um, I pushed... And I didn't push any buttons. I pulled a lever, dumped some hops, and uh, raked some grain. So I take I take like half credit for the beer, but yeah, you, you uh, brewed it. I did. I, I, I worked it. really hard. I got <laughs> up early. So we are, like I said, we're at Braxton. We're live. Um, the intro was the the intro to our very first ever show, where we were sitting around a kitchen table. Um, you know, Mike found me at Mount Carmel over a beer, and he. You know, said, hey, you know, I, I heard you talking about this blog thing you do. Do you have you thought about doing a podcast? And I said, well, you know, I've thought about it, but I just, you know, I don't think that I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do the work for myself. And he's like, well, it's like I've kind of had this idea for a while, and I, you know, I, I can do this. You know, we can we can make this happen. So we did, and um, well, here we are. Was it eighty something episodes later, and we're still going. And I think um, was it like. Four of those episodes have been here in, in the Braxton garage. Probably the, if not the first thing ever recorded for Cincy Brewcast, if it wasn't the first, it might have been the second, was Mike standing here on the brew deck recording with you and Richard the week before you guys opened your door. Probably days before you opened your door. We were in the first couple <laughs> batches of beer that ever came out of this place. And so that's, you know, we've, we've always had kind of a a close tie to Braxton as a show, and um, it only made sense to do this here. Um, Absolutely. It, it's, it's a special place for us. So We were more than happy to be involved. The uh, collaboration beer turned out phenomenally. The day that we brewed it was awesome, and the entire process to, from uh, idea to implementation was phenomenal. Well, we'll taste it here in a second, but, you know, it's a Pilsner. It's a quote-unquote simple beer. And in my head, it scares the living daylights out of me. I'm, I'm a home brewer a little bit, but in a very, like, uh, very basic way, if that makes sense. I, the idea of not only doing just a lager period scares me. <laughs> decocting something. I'm still not 100% sure what decoction is. You, you've explained it to me like 40 times, and <laughs> it still confuses me. But all of these different things put together, like, it, it, it makes it a very complicated complicated brew and, and when we came in here and we brewed it to watch how simple you guys make it look 
it was it was cool. When you get industrial equipment, it, uh, <laughs> it changes it a little bit, makes it a little more simple. <laughs> well, so let's let's you know anybody who's listened to the show before, we always kind of start off the same way, and it's um, you know not only is Braxton in general. Um, very near and dear to our hearts. There's also beer is very near and dear to us. So we always start the show with oh, you know, from the beer fridge. My favorite segment, of course. We still have to do it tonight. So there's not only is Big Sis on tap and Big Sis delicious and exciting. There's Rum Barrel Age Snow Shovel, which um, I have to give you guys a shout out for uh, dipping the, the tap handle too. It looks <laughs> awesome. That was all Tyler. That's, all right, uh, so we we have. Big Sis, we have Toaster, Lavender Level, Lavender Level, and then the um, the Rum Barrel Age Snow Shovel. So I'm I'm gonna start with Big Sis because it's a Big Sis night, um, and like I said, I have been drinking this a little bit already. My sound guy is giving us feedback. <laughs> it's you know when you look at it, it's obviously bright, crisp, clear. Nice, you know, foamy head on it. It's crisp and crackery, but then it still has that that really nice floral, um, saz hop punch to it. It's it's to me, it's it's about as perfect as a pilsner can get. But you know, again, I'm a little biased. I think that's what I wrote on Untapped. I'm drinking I'm drinking the same thing right now, and it's uh, I'm I'm really excited with how well this beer turned out. Um, it sat in the tank for I believe a total of 34, 35 days. Um, and to we've wanted to do something like this from the start, but to take to take a classic uh, traditional Czech style pilsner um, and literally use one malt, one hop. Hi guys, this is the Gnarly Gnome. Um, I'm sorry to cut in in the middle of the show, but you know due to some technical difficulties, we lost like a little chunk of the show right in the middle of us tasting all of the beers. So we. We did try the Big Sis, which you're getting a little bit of just a minute ago. We went on and we tried the Toaster and the Lavender Level and um, the uh, Rum Barrel Snow Shovel. But you don't get to hear us try all that, so I'm very sorry about that. Um, I don't know. Go try them yourselves, maybe. That, that sounds like a good solution to this. But we'll pick up coming back in um, for the first break and coming back into the, the bulk of the show anyway. So we lost the beginning but we didn't lose anything else. So uh, thanks for listening. Sorry. <laughs> I just realized something very terrible that's happened, but... <laughs> I, think we, I, I think I saw the we button We may pushed. or may not. <laughs> that's all right. We'll be right back. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Crab. Jeez. Hi, Mike Cisneros here with a word about Brewhouse Dog Bones. By now, craft beer fans all over Cincy know the distinctive brown paper sack with the big red bone. You've seen it in great breweries like Mount Carmel, Listerman's, Rheingeist, Eight Ball, Braxton, and more. At just five bucks a bag, you know you can't find a more healthful or delicious treat for your best friend made from spent brewery grains, organic eggs, peanut butter, and brown rice flour. But did you know that Brewhouse Dog Bones is an educational program for developmentally disabled teens and young adults? It's available through the New Richmond, Cincinnati Public, Fort Thomas Public, Sycamore, Oak Hills, and many more school districts across Southwest Ohio and Northern Kentucky. For more information on where to find Brewhouse Dog Bones, or how to get your developmentally disabled loved one or your school district involved in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, contact Lisa Graham at area code 513-520-0310 or visit 
www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse Dog Bones. Um, I look at I look at the Bud Light drinkers out there as a you know a forestry harvester. They're all out there and, and they don't know any better yet, but they will. You don't you don't ever hear somebody say, Yeah, I used to drink that craft beer crap. But I <laughs> I went back to my Bud Light. You don't hear that, do you? No, you don't. You're listening to Cincy Brickcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi fans, I'm going to tell you about the new apparel supplier to Cincy Brewcast, Pasteur Screen Print. Mario Pasteur has built his family business with the craft beer movement in mind. They've done custom items for Old Firehouse, Listerman, and many more. Screen printing to embroidery, Pasteur Screen Print has the answers for your custom apparel and marketing needs. Contact Mario or any of the pros at Pasteur Screen Print at 513-550-2271 by email at pasture.screenprint at gmail.com and coming soon at www.pasturescreenprint.com. The craft of custom apparel is Pasteur Screen Print. And we're back. Uh, the technical difficulties that I thought we had, I figured out a way I can fix it, so everything's good. I, it's a good thing I'm a genius. I feel like I feel like something's wrong on your side. <laughs> so we're still here, Braxton. I think we're live on Periscope. So anybody who's tuning in on Periscope, thank you, and um, share it with all your followers and all that good stuff. Um, Still joined by Evan. We're still drinking beer. I'm also joined by um, one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Have a drink show. So I don't know if I'm supposed to promote other podcasts. I don't really know how that ever works or what the, the right and the wrong thing for Cincy Brewcast is. But I'm willing um, to allow it. I, I love listening to the show. I love what you guys are doing. Um, I feel like you guys are doing something that I would be doing if I had the time in addition to Cincy Brewcast. <laughs> so, have a drink show. Brittany, Chris, Justin, thank you guys. Thank you so much for having us on. Oh, so, yeah, no. You guys do a show where you kind of... You, you do the education side is the way I look at it in a very loose fashion. <laughs> is that... Yeah, is that yeah. yeah. It's kind of in a uh, college term paper. <laughs> sort of setting. It's, uh, oh, let's have a few drinks and uh, hash out one of these basics of a topic. And, and try to do as much of it you can, uh, you know, 30 minutes before, the, before it's due. <laughs> I understand that very much. Every time we sit down for a show, the very first thing that, that, that we talk about is, uh, so what are we, we going to talk about tonight, guys? So the, the last minute thing, I, I definitely understand. I definitely relate to. You guys... I've been around for, uh, I can't do the math in my head, September, is that? A little sound, over a year now. Just right? over a year. Uh, our first official episode was Oktoberfest. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we just did our big Mertzen Bowl episode. That was just like two or three episodes ago. So that was really our year anniversary. Right. Um, 
32 episodes. Is that right? 32, that's yeah. What I, that's why I've written down. It I doesn't was like, necessarily yeah. right. I'm though. trying to think of, like, because I'm the one that does the editing, so I'm just like, what did I just post? <laughs> 32. That's correct. Yeah, our last episode was uh, our Halloween episode, which was... Drinking our, horror stories. Our shameful, personal, <laughs> worst drinking stories that we just kind of laid it out there for everyone who listens to uh, hopefully not judge us too hard. I, mean, I feel I, like the show should have been started and ended with a very big disclaimer of drink responsibly, everybody. We just started adding that to our show. Yes. We changed the official ending of the show to a drink responsibly after that one. Every episode will end with it. I've been feeling bad that we went a year without having mentioned that because we're like, oh, it, it kind of goes without saying, but that's like no, I I want to start saying it every it's, episode. Yeah. It's a, it's important. Yeah, and we thought the one where we say, these are the horrible things that happen to us are maybe the best time to say, be responsible though. <laughs> don't, don't be like don't us. Don't be don't be like don't us. Be us. <laughs> so, what I'm curious, and I you know I want I called you guys or I emailed, texted, whatever the hell I did to get a hold of you guys <laughs> to, to have you on, just because I want people to know that you guys are doing what you do and. Um, I don't know that our audience is this massive audience that's going to get you more traffic, but I feel like you guys should have it. So I wanted to have you in. While we're sitting here with you, you know, I just you know, kind of tell people a little bit about what that, that, that road for you guys was. Not necessarily well, the road to craft is what we always talk to brewers and stuff about. I want to know more. What, why are you guys podcasting? Why do you, why do, you do what you do? Well, um, actually, ju- so Justin and I had the idea. Um, we... I think most of us don't have cable. Well, like podcasts are, and and Twitch are kind of our lives. Yeah, not to <laughs> so, not um, to plug other podcasts, but we live off of uh, Frog, Frog Pants. Pants, that entire network of podcasts, the morning stream and everything. Yeah. Um, but so uh, we had the idea, and then I asked my husband if he wanted to be involved. <laughs> and I said, sure. It's a weird order. It's like after the fact, <laughs> oh, I should ask my husband. Oh. By the way, I'm going to be sitting over here recording something and drinking a bunch of beer. Would you like to do it too? <laughs> Would you want to be involved at all? Yeah. Like, your computer's right across from mine. And um, we, uh, the, we just, beer is the topic that we all kind of gravitated toward as an interest, as a hobby. And um, we have our friend on occasionally who is almost like the fourth host, um, Casey, who does home brewing. He actually participated here. He got us a steward for the first time at Braxton. And, like, we practically live at Braxton because we live within walking distance. <laughs> so um, and it, it, it's, just, it's kind of a, a natural thing for us. And um, we want to try our hand at podcasting. We still have a very basic setup. But um, we just thought our, the goal of the show is really we're not experts in the least. But... Nope. We want the listeners to learn along with us. Right. So it's educational, mostly about beer, but occasionally we do throw, so throw some other drinks in there. So what happens when you become experts? That'll I never don't happen. Think that'll ever happen. <laughs> I am I am way too dumb. We constantly <laughs> keep learning, and then Justin has this thing about esters and phenols that it's, yeah, it's it, never going to happen. <laughs> he goes into a coma whenever it comes up and can he never remember. It. I'm sorry, were we talking about something? I I just stroked out for a second. I'm sorry, I don't understand the esters versus phenols thing oh either. I, Thank I, you. I understand that they're both flavors, they, but I don't know. I'm sure Evan could go on a. <laughs> Maybe we'll do an Esters versus Phenols show at some point. <laughs> it could be a long show for sure. <laughs> it's, it's complex. Yeah, we started with, we made a spreadsheet, and it was like 30-some topics were all we could come up with really off the top of our heads. And they're like, hopefully we can come up with more. 
and then, then really we did, our, we did our first episode was like loggers or ales and it's like oh this is like four hours long right. <laughs> <laughs> we maybe should break this up i've learned to have the, the the best shortcuts for editing at this point but yeah we've we've gotten them down to i think they're about on average an hour and a half long episodes um but you got to think we're, we're not only t we cover um news in the beer world uh, we usually have about three news topics. We also cover the latest untapped badges. And then we also cover um, the topic itself plus what we're drinking. So we don't want to... Most of the other podcasts had already focused on beer tastings. And we didn't certainly want to be local since Cincy Brewcast kind of has that covered. <laughs> we tried. So, um, which kind of worked out because we've got... We actually got to meet a fan of ours in Denver and we traveled out there recently. And um, we, we, we've got people from across That's the country. Service. <laughs> that worked out really well. It, does, it doesn't happen very frequently. It's good to be the king. <laughs> to be real about that, we just were going on vacation, and then we were like, oh, hey, anybody in the Denver or Portland areas, we'll hang out with you when we're there if you want to. And that worked out. But, um, but yeah, I, th I think it's, it's, it's gone well so far as far as the topics are concerned because we started covering um, breweries themselves. Right. And then, um, like, we have an up our next episode is about box, so we're getting really specific on styles. And then we're also going to be doing stuff like our, and one of our upcoming episodes. You guys are talking about box in, yeah. the, in the winter? I mean, you know, we don't think ahead. We just <laughs> sort of... Yeah. There are a few episodes that strangely aligned <laughs> perfectly. Like, we did a, an episode on Yingling that somehow landed on July 4th weekend. And I, was, I realized it, and I was like, guys, did did you plan this and no. not tell me? And they're like, no. And I was like, not at all. Jeez. <laughs> so what other things do you guys have on the horizon, topic-wise, show-wise, uh, ideas? Got, that, that We've um, got one that uh, we've been teasing since, like, episode one or two. It's like the, the Prohibition episode. Yeah. I finally actually did work and decided <laughs> to do some research. Yeah, uh, our history major finally got, well, you know, it's been months that you've been into this. Okay, in fairness, there's a lot, and I'm trying to sort out between, like, obviously biased books. It's like, oh, yeah, no, it's a shame Prohibition ended. All right, no, I, this book's done. <laughs> <laughs> what book is that? Uh, Don't ever read that the book. The Bible. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, we, the, the Prohibition one's probably going to be, like, a four-parter we're looking at. So that's going to be down, it's down the pipeline, and then... We've got the next six topics planned out, and then we've got like at least 20 more topics beyond that. So I, I, we're making some headway. Plus, we have our homebrewer friend come in and do a special homebrew series with us uh, quarterly. So it, it kind of helps with the topics. The last one he did was about water and yeast. So he, he, yeah, he definitely knows his stuff. And we just kind of sit there like, yeah. Yeah, because he <laughs> got in-depth like chemical analysis of local water supplies into the brewing process and all this stuff. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> ends with like, anybody have any questions? I barely understand what you talked about. I would have questions if I knew what you were talking about exactly. right now. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> as soon as he got onto limestone shelves, we were like... <laughs> Well, so I keep I keep rubbing up against Evan here. I'm really sorry about this. We're real close together at this table. So tell people how they can find the show. Let people know how to get it. I feel like that's always the biggest hurdle I have to jump across. I'm like, no, it's a podcast. It's it's the internet and it's you know. Yeah. 
Well, we've uh, we've uh, we've sold our soul to Squarespace, so um, the feed and the show itself, everything can be found on haveadrinkshow.com, uh, which is all fed through there. And then um, Have a Drink Show is on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, any, I'm trying to keep that username, so anything we get new on, it'll be that that username if we can. Yeah, we we tried that and um, eventually gave up on the Vine feed. I think. Well, I, I mean, I, I still don't well really done. understand Vine. I, you know, it worked out since you guys, you guys talk about <laughs> Twitch and things like. I, I, Maybe I'm old. I have no idea what half of this stuff is. I, this is this is tough for me. I still haven't figured out how to use Snapchat. So. <laughs> neither neither I'm here. <laughs> I'm so I'm like the technology freak, and like I tried Snapchat and was like, I, I tried it here and I couldn't figure out how to get the Braxton filter, and I was like, this is dumb. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I'm done. I'm done. I think I I think I've sent one Snap tweet in my entire life, and I think it was here um, <laughs> when you guys had that little filter. But all right. Yeah. Well, so. People can find you guys on iTunes. That's iTunes, how I. That's how I yeah. listen. Any, po- any podcatcher, Google Play Music, um, po- any podcatcher of choice. Look for Have a Drink. Um, we, we tried to be crafty with the name so we can incorporate more than just beer, but um, and you'll you'll find us easy with. Uh, <laughs> we've got we we commissioned great artwork I think for our album art from uh, Len Peralta, and uh, we, we're all forms of beer glasses, so it's pretty easy <laughs> to tell once you find it. <laughs> Well, thank you guys. Um, oh, well, thank you so much for having us yeah, on. No, we'll we'll chat Thanks. some more after the show, and um, yeah. we'll, we'll figure some more fun stuff out we can do. But oh yeah, um, thank you guys for sitting down with us. No problem. Um, I think if I don't know if he can hear me from where he's standing, but I'm going to try to sit down with Andy Reynolds, um, maybe um, the Hickey family from Streetside if they're somewhere. Uh, I don't know. I need a uh, a show wrangler one of these days. So I, <laughs> we'll take a quick break. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Uh, there's no need to be up tight. <laughs> beer, beer is about having fun. The dream, the dream is definitely the fact that we went from homebrewing in a garage to where we are today. Right? That is, that is the dream. Where we go from here, we're gonna, we're gonna continue to figure out. As we grow, uh, we uh, and we don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. Can you have more fun with your clothes on? I don't think so. <laughs> You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hey everybody, we're brought to you by Brewer's Buddy, your best friend in brewing. Brewer's Buddy is the latest homebrewing system on the market. It's a patent-pending, gravity-fed, beer homebrewing platform made affordable for anyone who loves the craft of brewing beer. It's versatile, durable, affordable, and it's safe. You can follow them at Brewer's Buddy on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you can find out more about them at BrewersBuddy.com. Make sure you pre-order now at www.brewersbuddy.com. Brewer's Buddy, your best friend in brewing.
This is Steve Shaw. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamel Nagy. Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette. Hi, this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Municipal Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In Northside. In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. Mar, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. The voice. The voice. The voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> I always forget how difficult these shows are where there's like just a room full of people who make beer and I'm trying to find some of them to talk to and wrangle people and I'm glad you saw me flailing my arms around because um, if not I'd be sitting here talking to myself right now. Andy Reynolds, Bob Bolas, um, I'm going to take you guys one at a time here because Andy Reynolds, you've had kind of a, a big, what is it, was it a week or a week and a half? How long has it been since your Kickstarter closed? That's a very good question. Um, October 30th? So I don't even know yeah. what date is right now, so that yeah. doesn't help well, me at all. Well, you're telling me. I mean, my, I keep telling everybody I haven't had a, a chance to catch my breath. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's really been since, like, I don't know, October. Yeah, uh, and now you get to start. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, we, we started doing, like, our... Uh, our investors contract and stuff like that was kind of uh, a few weeks ago and um, it's been it's been insane since then and that was before the Kickstarter even closed so yeah so when do we get to see progress on location on on every I, I know you're probably worried about everybody getting their surveys in right now <laughs> so. yeah well yeah there's that um, <laughs> Uh, the progress on location, we've got to have uh, we got to have a civil engineer and a surveyor out there before we can even get it under contract. Right. Um, it's farmland, so you've got the uh, the problem of somebody might have buried a diesel tank out there in the ground somewhere, and uh, that's always <laughs> they can cause a problem when you're making food. <laughs> This beer tastes like diesel. Yeah. Well, I, it, it's a weird thing because it's not that it's not that that would have any chance of right, seeping right, into right. Our, our food or, or our, I say our food, our beer at all or anything like that. But it's just this weird law that hey, if it's there, we've got to dig it out, and then we've got to dig all the dirt around it out, and which then, makes sense. I, well, yeah, and, and it does. But then, is that piece of land going to be worth it if we have to do all that? So then we've got to look at all of our alternative locations, too, and what are we going to do on that? You know, it, right. it, it's kind of a, it's kind of like a, a weird situation we're in right now. So you're still not sleeping well at night. There's still terror about <laughs> if this is all going to work out the way it does in your head. And well, it, it's, it's going to work out. I mean, I, there's no doubt in my mind. It, it's not, if it's not this location, we, we've got others and in the back of my mind somewhere right. and, and I'm happy with anyone we go with um, if we get up and running we're up and running and, that, and that's what's most important to me um, we've also been working with uh, with our equipment manufacturer and I've been talking to them non-stop lately it seems like um, because you know what's kind of important to me is, is a brewing system that can do the coction and 
we've kind of been going back and forth with several of them and we finally found one that can do it and they can do it right and it, it turns out it was like the original guys that was gonna that were gonna do our uh, our bigger system in the first place so it is gonna be the weirdest brewing setup I've, I've ever had to deal with and I don't know how I'm gonna make it work but I guess I'm gonna have to learn it um, that's what makes it fun yeah yeah <laughs> so, so there's all that too right um, so yeah adding to to sleep hasn't been a, a priority lately it's kind of been um so i i guess we kind of jumped ahead a little bit so yeah. alexandria brewing company is a brewery coming along kickstarter 2.0 was successful um alexandria kentucky obviously if you um are familiar with the area is is where you guys are going to be um i think uh, from what I understand, the current idea is to take an existing structure on the property, turn it into kind of a um, farmhouse tap room is the best. To, think Mount Carmel in my head, you know, the way Mount Carmel started where you are um, brewing in the basement, serving beer upstairs. Um, yeah. Big beer garden outside. Well, the the beer garden at first isn't even going to be as big as we as we originally wanted it to be. Um, the the whole design is. Cool. Bob's got a beer garden and it's not even open. So I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, our our design is to. Um, okay, so initially our plan was to have, um, you know, a, a fairly large production facility, uh, six thousand to ten thousand square foot is what we were looking at. It would have been a steel building. Um, built on the same piece of, of land that we're looking at. Uh, but now, due to, due to financing is really what it comes down to. That's um, what it always comes down to. Yeah, yeah. Um, banks basically saying that we don't have proven numbers that are going to work because they've, they've financed other breweries and the other breweries don't match our numbers. And the so, other brewery... So, so not, you know... Not naming names, but it's right. it's another brewery that has a massive production facility, um, lots of other business ventures thrown in. I feel like we're going to give it away if I keep telling. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Let's Occupies two sides of a uh, road, <laughs> of, a, of a major road. <laughs> it's a very different kind of enterprise, and, and it's fantastic. And what they're doing out there is, is wonderful, but it's very different than what Alexandria is going to be, right? No, right. And, and I, and I love what they do too. And I, and I'm not trying to put them down because this does not fall on them at all. There's nothing to do with them. It has to do with the way the financial industry works. And I kind of, I, I was a branch manager with, with a bigger bank too. And I kind of knew that I, I know how a bank works and what they basically say is we have a working model now. We right. know what a successful business should look like, and your numbers are saying to the contrary of it. You're saying that you're going to make, and we're not talking dollar-wise, we're talking of percentages of gross profit, right? So you're going to make, wow, a whole lot in this first year versus what, what they're anticipating on or what they made in their first year. But we don't carry that kind of overhead. Right. And, and we're getting a lot of more technical than a lot of people probably even care about. But, but really what it comes down to is, is that when you don't have uh, a restaurant, when you don't have, you know, fresh produce that you're carrying in daily, 
when you don't have a waiting staff, when you don't have uh, a cooking staff, and you don't have all of that to pay every day, and you're running on just a couple bartenders and a brewing staff, and, and you know maybe one one manager, you don't have that kind of overhead that right. you're carrying, and, and that type of that type of money eats into your profits, obviously. So. You know, when we presented it, and we presented it with, with numbers that we got from the Brewers Association, numbers we got from researching other breweries, numbers we got from... It, it was tested with... Um, I sent it off to my, my former dean at Siebel and just said, hey, are these realistic numbers? And he ran them against people he knew in the industry, and they all said, yes, these are realistic. So he actually said that they were rather conservative. So when we... Um, when we presented them to the bank, they just said, well, we originally told you 10% down. We need 25% down now. That's a huge That's difference. That's a big difference. Yeah. So what we did is, under the assumption that we still have to put 25% down, we shrunk our business plan to from, um, from a 15-barrel system to a 5-barrel system. So things are back on track yeah the overall vision is a little bit different well it, but eventually but what is what is the actual vision behind it? it's to create this this community place where right. people can go and they can bring their families and gather and right and, and i think our goal is to eventually have have the bigger the bigger production facility and we'll say that that'll be well 18 to 24 months down the road Sorry. You're good. There's man. lots of behind the scenes. Yeah, I, I, there <laughs> is. Of, it's like eighth There's, grade. I'm passing notes. Yeah. You're so, good, man. It's happening. It's, yeah. it's, it's, the ball is kind of rolling downhill at this point, and you are running along behind it, trying to lasso it and trying to hold on to it and trying to, to make sure it goes in the right spot. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, that's the so long and short of it. If, for anybody who backed Alexandria on Kickstarter, for God's sake, get on your email and respond to the survey. Just tell them you wear a large or whatever your shirt size is. Tell them what glass you want. Just just get on there and just get that done so that things can move along. I um, I wish Evan was still sitting here because I'm sure he could tell you about the trials and tribulations of getting people to fill out their, their surveys on Kickstarter. And We've actually had a pretty a solid amount of people fill them out, and, and I think we're down to... I, I sent out a... I responded in three minutes, as yeah. quick as I could. We, we've had, um, <laughs> after I put out that post yesterday, which was like, and, and I don't usually deal with our social media. It's usually somebody else doing it for us. But but I, I'm trying to put together a shirt number for uh, Mario, who does all of our shirts. And um, we were down to like 50 people left is what we're at. And... I did that, or it was less than 50 is really what it is, but I just kind of rounded it up to 50. And uh, what it came down to is, hey, we have uh, about 50 people that need it done. Just, we need to get this in for Mario. Um, and I'm kind of rambling right now too, but uh, you know, we were, we were trickling down those last two, three days where we only get like one or two people responding per day. Right. And the day I did that, I think we got 15 people responded. So now we're only down to like maybe 20, 
25 people? Give me their addresses, and I will go to every single <laughs> I don't, house. I don't, I don't have their addresses. That's what I need. <laughs> that, that's the big problem, you know. I don't know. Like, and I, and I said it on our, I said it on our Kickstarter page. I said it on our Facebook page. I was real hesitant about doing it in the first place. Um, Kickstarter is not a very user-friendly right. uh, platform, you know. Uh, there's a lot of places for them to make improvements on, but they get accomplished everything that that needs to get accomplished. And, and I think it was great to get our name out there. Right. Um, but it, it's tough for us to get, like those surveys I think took me all of a day and a half to get completed because if you type into Kickstarter, it's literally five minutes behind your typing. And if you made a mistake or any kind of error, <laughs> you don't catch it for five minutes. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, so, I don't mean to complain. No, you're fine. <laughs> you can complain about Kickstarter anytime you want. It's a, so, Bob Bullis. Yeah. I can't hear you at all. I can try to get Sorry, I wasn't uh, paying attention. I've been watching football. <laughs> so, tell us what you guys have going on. Um, well, we uh, just finished up our donut collaboration uh, project that we uh, was sponsored by Yelp and Holtman's Donuts. Uh, donated beers to six of the local breweries, and we did a little donut collaboration beer. Which, so, by the way, is freaking delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, we took a variation of our pumpkin porter and infused it with Holtman's maple bacon donuts. Uh, really paired well together. Came out really well. Um, so it, 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 it's again, you know, we talked about it with um, with Braxton's kind of donut beer that it doesn't. It's not doesn't scream donuts. It's not in your face donuts. No, no, no. It's it's definitely a pumpkin beer. With some of that sweetness from the maple and it, it right. just a, a little bit of a, a kick for better, right. for, for lack of, of a better yeah, way of putting it. I think uh, overall the uh, the beers were more donut inspired, uh, more donut inspired than actually, uh, you know, using a large quantity of donuts in the beer. Right. So. Um, yeah, for us, we wanted to get the uh, maple with a little bit of smokiness coming across from the bacon coming in to uh, play with our our traditional pumpkin porter that we do every fall. So I gave you guys a little dig about your beer garden a little bit ago. So you guys, if anybody doesn't know, um, one of the coolest parts about Fibonacci is the space they have next door. They have this property that has an old house on it, woods, and just tons and tons of space that would make a really great beer garden. Right. It just didn't quite happen this year. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, originally we were hoping to get that uh, done this past year, but uh, unfortunately the federal government uh, lost our application and uh, couldn't find it. So all the work that I did last year, I've been redoing over the past month. Of course. Um, and yeah, hopefully uh, we should we should get that submitted before the end of the year. Hopefully get approval uh, during the winter, and then uh, so do the build out early spring. So, what kind of a build out are we looking at? Or is it? Is um, we're gonna keep it pretty simple. Uh, we're gonna keep the space pretty wide open. Uh, there's a couple things we are gonna have to do as far as enclosing it. Does the house stay? 
The house will be just outside of the beer garden. Okay. Um, we're going to keep the house. We're going to rehab it. That's probably a year or two down the line. Um, but uh, that will not be part of the actual beer garden. That will be rented out to the brewery. Um, so we're going to do a little bit of urban farming in the back of the property. You say we very loosely, right? What's that? <laughs> you say we very loosely. Are, uh, you, are you going to be urban farming? or <laughs> Betty will be urban farming. Um, but hopefully we'll be able to use... She's not going to let you touch that. You know that, right? <laughs> we, we will uh, we'll, we'll do some... Uh, some herbs and stuff like that that we'll be able to uh, infuse into our product as far as our beer is concerned. Um, we're actually going to be doing a variation of our stout coming up with some uh, chocolate mint that Betty has grown. So, so look for a mint chocolate stout uh, here from us uh, probably sometime maybe next month. That's exciting. Yeah. Sounds like perfect timing for, for some kind of winter seasonal. Event. Right. That's awesome. Um, so you guys are soon going to be one of the, depending on how you draw the lines, the only or one of the one of the few nano breweries left after Dogberry kind of throws in the towel and goes to their ten barrel system. Right, right, yeah. They they're falling out of the category. That, yeah. Darkness is still there. Yeah, yeah, they're they're right on that borderline though. Yeah. Uh, I think anyone under about five barrels is typically. I'd say three. Yeah, I'd probably say three barrel for, like as far right. as their um, as far as their tanks. I'd probably say because you're always thinking most of the time. Now we're not, and I'm sorry to cut you off here, Bob. But, oh no, you're good. But doing like if you're doing double brews per day, right? Like double turns or whatever. That's what I think about. So we're not going to be traditional in that. We're we're just doing single brews per day. Or single brews per turn, or whatever, um, which is kind of weird, but it's just the space we're going into. That's what it occupies, or wh- whatever you want to say. But um, we don't have room for ten-barrel tanks, is, right, is right. what it comes down to. But uh, I, I, I kind of consider like if, if you're, yeah, I'd probably say five barrels. Well, I'd probably say three say barrels three. around. I'd say three. I, I'd probably agree with that. Well, three yeah, zero. there is no industry standard for so, it. There's so. not really. Let me, let me ask a question, though. And I've, you know, I kind of, why, why, why be nano? Why? Like, I know that you, you work your butt off to brew oh. a very little amount of beer. It, it would <laughs> be a lot I mean, easier. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. Right. It's a ton of work. Oh, absolutely. Um, yes, I would... If you're thinking of getting into the industry, I would highly recommend not being a nano. Um, it would be a lot easier. It would be a lot more profitable uh, for us to be bigger. Um, for me, though, I, I brew beer because I like to share it with our consumers. Um, I like to know the face behind the person drinking our product. Um, so it's, it's very much about maintaining an atmosphere? Yes, yes, absolutely. And we, we do probably 95% of our sales on site in our tap room and hopefully soon to be beer garden. Um, we do not have a huge desire to do mass distribution. Um, so we'll, we'll probably always remain a nano. I may eventually upgrade our brew system to match our fermenters. Uh, but other Man. than that... So it's it's about creating some kind of space and creating an atmosphere and creating a, a, a place where you walk in and it's 
the people you know behind the bar and it's not is that right right uh i think a lot of our regular customers really appreciate the fact that you know they can walk in any given time we're open and you know bob and betty can be hanging out there you know whether we're behind the bar serving them beers or just hanging out and getting to know them i've i've never seen you sitting on a bar stool in front of your bar um, I do occasionally. I've never seen that yet. It's rare. <laughs> You're usually running around doing something very sweaty. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even, even if I'm not the, uh, you know, the head guy. bartender <laughs> for the night, I pretend to be. So if anybody hasn't been out to Fibonacci, you guys are in Mount Healthy. Yep. You're the brewery in Mount Healthy. If you just kind of pull into town and roll down your window, hey, where's the brewery? They'll guide you there, but you're on Compton <laughs> Road. Um, I don't know. That is east of Hamilton Avenue, It right? is east of Hamilton, um, yes. And maybe a couple, quote-unquote, blocks yes. down. So. Yeah, I, I tell people a quarter mile. I don't know technically how far it is. I'll measure. But... I'll measure this week. All right. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. Andy, Bob, thank you guys very much for sitting down. Um, hey, thanks for having us. Of course. Absolutely. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincycraft. We're going to take another break. Um, I think Brandon Hughes from Nine Giant is still here. If he is, I'm going to grab him if I can. Um, if not, we'll find somebody else to talk to. That's what we do. Uh, I did see Scott. He went, Yeah, if you can grab, we'll grab somebody. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincycraft. This is Steve Shaw. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamal Nagy. Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman-Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette. Hi, this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Admissible Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In Northside. In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. Mar, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Bitch now. The voice. The voice. The voice of Cincy Craft. We're back. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. I actually cut the commercial off a little short, but I'm going to fix it in editing because that's, that's what I do. Sorry, commercial. <laughs> it was. I replayed the first commercial over because I actually only have two commercial breaks planned, and I needed to take another one because I had to run across the room and get you guys. Uh-huh. So Brandon Hughes, Scott LaFollette, who is having technical difficulties with his headphones. How are you guys? I, there's, I don't understand any of those hand signals. Scott says that those uh, <laughs> headphones don't work. All right. Well, just pick a microphone so I know which one you're on. <laughs> All right. Let's try this one. That works. Sorry. No, you're fine. How I, are you guys? I am lovely, Noam. How are you? I'm absolutely fantastic. I've got a little bit of a buzz going. I'm a little stressed because the show is really crazy when you're sitting here by yourself. But I'm good. We'll try uh, not to let you have to sit by yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'm here with you, man. So... Brandon, what's going on? How's Nine Giant? Oh, it's good, man. Uh, the uh, I think the the food thing, the the words kind of getting out that we apparently have really good food, which is pretty rad. Uh, we're in the paper on Friday for food critic Polly Campbell's new favorite thing, our fried pickles, which is uh. No, see, I raved about your ketchup. Yeah. For like weeks, and I didn't get the fanfare that you've given Polly about her pickle raving. Uh, that's my fault. I feel like this is I'm a good a, thing. I am a gnome hater. What What's my thing for? What's I, the, I don't know, but I feel like it's a good thing. I'm super confused. So, 
Rumor is your food is fantastic. And our ketchup just changed. It's now a cranberry lime ketchup, just for the just for the holidays. Just because we're not doing pumpkin beer. <laughs> you will do pumpkin beer one of these days. Not gonna happen. <laughs> we are doing a uh, a cranberry orange Berliner Weiss. That sounds delicious. I'd rather have that than pumpkin beer. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm with the wrong table to express my love of pumpkin beer. I'm with the right table. Although. Um, you also are not a fan of Christmas beers, and my favorite Christmas beer that has ever been made came out of Blank Slate. It was the fume with the uh, the candy canes. No, it was the peppermints. Brilliant. Yeah, that's my favorite Christmas beer ever because it's not Christmas beer. It, it, there was it, no ginger. How is that not a Christmas beer? That is as Christmas as a Christmas beer can it get. It wasn't the highly derivative Christmas beer that everybody. I shouldn't say that. That, that most people make, yes. Yeah. It, it was not overloaded with ginger and cinnamon and nutmeg. Yeah. It was not winter warmer. I actually, I, this is a true story. Uh, I like that beer so much that I took uh, two growlers of it home just so that if <laughs> my wife drank some of it, I would still have a full growler to myself. You don't have a that. hiding spot? No. I've got a secret fridge. I've got this little fridge that's hidden. And make sure she's not standing around here. Yeah, she doesn't know where it is. And it's, it's where I keep the beer she's not allowed to drink. I should have met you a long time ago, my friend. Yo, I'm, I'm a very smart guy. Yeah. I don't live in that big a house. <laughs> well, my wife knows where everything is. It might be in, like, the bathroom or something. Like, that would be a good spot to hide some beer. But anyways. That's a it, weird place to put a fridge. Exactly. Ah, okay. <laughs> Touche. So, you guys are very, or you're at least very anti-Christmas beer. Did you try the rum barrel snow shovel? I would, but no. All right. <laughs> That's a very <laughs> awkward pause. Uh, I, yeah, I haven't tried it yet. It's I, delicious. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. It probably. I just haven't tried it yet. Oh, this is ridiculous. I just got here a little bit ago. I need my showrunner. It wasn't on purpose, but I I had the uh, big sis pilsner, of and course. then and then I had level because I think that's a brilliant saison. Uh, and then I'm going to leave and go do work stuff or something. So I was getting off track. I'm sorry. It's going back to, to work, to Nine Giant. Um, you guys just tapped a new sour something or other, right? Yeah, sort of. We basically, uh, boy, this is like the worst marketing job ever. We, we had some. Welcome to Sensi Brewcast. Uh, <laughs> we basically had acid beer left over from our Berliner that went way too low pH and we tapped a new beer, which is an Aussie sparkling ale, and Mike, my brewer business partner, was like, hey, I think I can blend the, oh my God. the super tart Berliner base with this Aussie sparkling ale, and it'd be, really, it'd be pretty cool. So we basically got cups and poured a little bit of both into cups and started splitting them up and <laughs> mixing stuff together. And we went, hey, you know what works well is a 50-50 blend. Like, that's really smart. And uh, it actually, it's actually pretty cool. It's called Picture of Nectar. Um, and uh, I like it. There's like three kegs of it total that'll ever be made. That's so awesome. So if you want it, get it soon. So the the Aussie sparkling ale. That's the one that I had the last time I was there. I think it's kind of kind of hazy, kind of fruity, kind of. Yeah, it's uh, it's basically it's our take on Cooper's sparkling ale that's dry hopped with. I want to say it's mosaic, but I could be off on that. And it's like just a hint of dry hop. There's there's not a ton of dry hop on it. Um, we basically took a similar approach to what we did with our cream ale, where we took like a pretty 
not bland style, but um, a very tame style of beer and did just a little dry hop note over the top to sort of uh, punch it up. And uh, it's uh, selling really well. Once people go, what the hell's an Australian sparkling ale? Um, once they try it, they're like, yeah, I'll do that. That's awesome. It's, it's delicious. And I'm extremely curious to try the, what is, what is this new one called? This tart? Whatever. Picture of Nectar. Picture of Nectar. I'm really curious to try that. I am. Which I, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's another beer named Picture of Nectar somewhere, but this is basically <laughs> what, what happened is I was like, okay, it's, it's experimental. It, it's our experimental tart. So I asked our, our cook, who's a fish fan, I was like, hey, what's your favorite fish, or what's your favorite fish album? It's a picture of Nectar. I said, okay, that's how I name a beer. Done. <laughs> By, by the time you get to cease and desist, the beer will be gone, so don't worry about it. This is the beauty of being a brew pub. Although, you guys have already had a little bit of an issue with that, right? I think I was there one time, yeah. and, and halfway through my night of drinking, somebody ran around changing the menus. <laughs> yeah, we sort of... I, I'm usually pretty good about Googling names of beers, and this one time I did, and it was like, there's no way anybody named a beer Mr. Manager, and somebody in Columbus named a beer Mr. Manager, and he was nice, and he was like, hey, man... We've had our pale ale named that for like three years. I was like, oh, shit. My bad. So now it's called Rocket, which was actually the original name for it, which I changed to Mr. Manager at the last minute because... That was not the original name, wasn't it? The, uh, wasn't that the one that had a certain gorilla theme uh, too? Yeah, we were going to call it Harambe, <laughs> uh, which ended up being a really good thing we didn't because uh, 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 Thane Maynard came into the brewery like the next week. I was like, man, if I named that beer Harambe, that would have been really awkward. <laughs> I, I personally would think much, much less of you if you had named that beer Harambe, if that helps at all. Uh, it does help me, actually, <laughs> a lot. We, they no, didn't. They we, didn't. Have, I was, we, we have so many people who write stupid Harambe memes on the walls of our bathrooms, and it drives me nuts every week. Uh, yeah, that sucks. What, what we were going to do, was we, we were going to name it that because there's the whole banana thing, which I guess not funny. But we were going to donate money to the zoo based on the sales of the beer, and I was talked out of it nonetheless, which is probably smart. It's probably smart to not do that. Because uh, Scott would have not liked me anymore. <laughs> Scott would have liked me less than he already dislikes me. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> that's, so, not, that's not what I said. So, Scott. You're twisting my words. Scott, what's going on with you? Uh, what's going on with me? Well, we're about to have our two-year taproom anniversary. So, if uh, anybody was uh, lucky enough, I guess, for lack of a better term, to make it to our one-year poorhouse anniversary last year where we opened the brewery up and had a big old party and we had a big empty room next door and a band and all kinds of fun stuff. We're not doing that. That's not going to happen. <laughs> yes. Um, all that space is now full of equipment. Uh, so instead of having kind of one big birthday bash, we're just kind of doing a celebratory birthday week. Uh, so it'll be the week of the 16th through the 20th. Uh, we'll be doing special beer infusions every night. Um, well, you guys, you guys released a really cool video that kind of told us that this was happening. Yes. And then I was left with blue balls, for lack of a better term, because you never told us any of the fun stuff that's happening. Because we're still figuring it all out. <laughs> um, I mean, mostly it'll be uh, different, different uh, infusion kegs every night. Uh, we'll be having a, kind of a little bit of a different theme every night. One night, uh, actually on Saturday during the day, we're going to be doing ice cream floats with opera cream stout. Um, we're going to do a potluck one night. Uh, one night we'll have, uh, I think we're going to do some trivia-related things. Uh, but the biggest thing is just that we'll be doing uh, different different beer infusions. So if you were at the party last year, we did a whole bunch of different 
uh, variations, mostly of Opera Cream, but of a few other beers. Uh, so it'll be the same kind of thing where there'll be one, if not two, different variations that go on every day uh, for that period. That's fun. Yeah, it's the best I could come up with since, like I said, we don't have a room to have a party anymore. So I have to block my calendar for a whole week now, right? Is that yeah. what you're telling me? Well, it's just uh, Wednesday through Sunday. You got Monday and Tuesday off. Yeah. But, but Wednesday's Plinko Day. Wednesday is Plinko Day. Which is probably my new favorite day of the week. Thank you, man. Um, so I guess we should explain. <laughs> oh, boy, am I going to shut up on this one. <laughs> so the Nine Giant has a Plinko board on Wednesdays. If anybody's been to um, Penny Flips at, 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 at 50 West, it's a kind of a fun way to get some cheap beer or to pay full price and walk out angry at your your, your Plinko dropper. But um, Yeah, at least it, it wasn't really your fault. It was the bartender's fault. It, I feel that way every time. Yeah. No, it's fun. It's it, it's fun. Yeah, you could get a beer for a quarter or you could pay full price. It's it's curious to how, how far I can I can push the conversation before I get you to talk about the other Plinko plays. <laughs> Oh, the fact that somebody ripped my idea off blatantly <laughs> in Kentucky? Yeah, thanks, guys. Not Braxton, by the way. No, no, no. I love Braxton. No, it was definitely not Braxton. It rhymes with a uh, schmate ball. <laughs> well, we'll just edit that out. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we can say whatever we want. It's the internet. <laughs> I have no comment on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so... Scott's, Scott's gnashing his teeth going, how many liquor laws does this break? It's like four, <laughs> So three. you said it, not me. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to be quiet on that. Topic. No, I know you were. Well, I appreciate there's, that. There's the place right up on Court Street, the Queen <laughs> City Exchange, who somehow managed to get the state to tell them it's okay. Only during happy hour. Only during happy hour, but still it's... Which lasts till nine. It's changing and, prices. And, and, well, and it... And it uh, only varies, I think, like a buck or maybe two. Like the high versus the low is. But in it's, it's not like it's twenty five cents or it's five dollars. I think it's like it's either four or it's six or something. Right, but isn't isn't the way it's written? Isn't it like anybody can get that price I, at any time? They they've done as good a job as getting around it as I can figure. But yeah, I, I don't know. I personally still think it's slightly questionable, but. Yeah, whatever. I'm, whatever. I'm just doing stuff that's blatantly not legal. That's, <laughs> I'm fine with that. If they tell me to stop, I'll stop. Like, <laughs> that's really about all it would be. You just got to plead ignorance. If everybody does I, it, I think I just unplead ignorance like, is, the, is the problem. Let it go, right? I think I just unplead ignorance. <laughs> no, we'll edit it out. It's okay. Yeah, edited. <laughs> or I will uh, uh, bribe you and make you keep that. Korean chicken sandwich on the menu at all times until I release the tape. Oh, dude, the new specials are really good. The uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, meatball with the uh, chimichurri sauce is killer. I have not made it up there this week, and I feel ashamed. It's good. Anything else, Scott, Brandon? Anything? That's it, man. Oh, we are. Uh, we just brewed. Um, a beer. So the, the the first time I met Mike uh, was this uh, podcast. The first time at his house. And uh, he went bonkers over this Red Rye IPA that um, my my brewmaster partner Mike had brewed with his brother Jeff. The beer was called this beer is called Brothers, um, and we just brewed it, uh, so it'll be up in like two weeks. And it was a beer he went bonkers over and said Absolutely. he would like drink all the time or something. So and if if anybody wants to listen to that, they can go back into our archive and 
and pull it up. Um, I'm going to try to do a really quick search here. Episode 45, oh, missed it. I think. They yes. might be Nine Giant. They might be Nine Giant. That's episode clever. 45. I don't have the date in front of me because my, um, my notes are slightly incomplete. But um, that was... I, I went back and I listened to it before um, I did the last show with you guys live yeah. at the tap room. And it was a really funny show. <laughs> we drank a lot of beer that time. Like, Mike brought so much shit that I was like, there's no way we're drinking all this stuff. And then it was gone. <laughs> and then we drank it. <laughs> yeah. We had some cool stuff, though. Absolutely. And there is plenty of cool stuff on tap. You guys have... I think almost all of your own taps right now. I think there's one more, one guest tap right now, too. We're back up to three guest oh, taps. Three. We uh, mm. we had a little production it's that hiccup. Night. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Uh, it was that, and then uh, we got crushed a couple weekends and unexpectedly. It's a good thing. Yeah. So get up there. There's there's tons of beer. It's always changing, which is simultaneously really fun and frustrating at the same time. But. There's always, there's always something different for you to have up there, food and beer-wise, and their food is phenomenal. Um, I'll, I think, yeah, I'll say the best food at a brewery in Cincinnati. I think maybe I'll edit that out, but I don't know. But it's, it's really freaking delicious, and um, it's one of the few places that I try to make it a point to stop at on a very consistent basis to eat. So, Thank you. So hats off to you guys. Scott, I will be up there for your anniversary birthday tap room celebration, whatever you're calling but it. Before it actually happens, we will put out uh, an actual official list and schedule. Yeah, and, and people can read all about so. that on thegnarlygnome.com. Sure, Because sure. that's where the latest news is always found. Yeah, that can should come out in the next couple of days, um, early, or the first half of this coming week. That'll, that'll all be settled for sure because we actually have to start making uh, all those Infusion keg, so <laughs> gotta get it, gotta get it figured out sooner or later. Can you do a video? Because your videos are freaking hilarious. The uh, donut video is still like my <laughs> favorite local <laughs> beer video that's ever been done. Yeah, that beer was actually officially not a donut beer. But really? Uh, that's a long story. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's a definitely edit out story. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, yeah. So we're actually that was just a, a cheesy iPhone video, but we actually have been doing some slightly more professional videos than that just trying to uh increase our social media presence if, if you will um get some inf- get the information out there a little better and those are words that i never thought i would hear out of scott's mouth we're well, trying to increase our social media presence well you can, don't know if you can see the look, look on my look. face when i said it but, <laughs> well it's, it, it's, it's, it's getting tough out there man it's fantastic though i you know i probably getting ahead of myself telling my ideas on the air but there's i've i've had this idea for a show that is coming very soon probably the first of the year that 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 is kind of that same idea of talking about the stories behind beers in video form and it's um i wish more people would do it so that i didn't have to and that's the truth because but then what would you do spend time with your i would drink with my wife wife and future family that's right that's ridiculous (laughs) so who i have to thank her for her dedication tonight. Is she here? Um, she's here somewhere. Ah, her entire family is sitting right there. But, ah. And if she's not with them, that means she's working very hard because... Right. Yeah, she, Either that or she just ditched you all. That's very possible, too. She's at home crying. Um, speaking... Uh, well, not speaking of which, the crying, but 
Um, there's raffle tables in the other room. I don't actually know if anybody in this room can hear us. I don't know how loud it, we it, are. It's a little tough them. to hear over the crowd noise. you got to stand like right here. Um, if, if anybody can hear me at this table right here or that table right there, there's raffle tickets. Go buy some. Go get some cool stuff. There's lots of swag in there. Um, yeah. We're going to take a break. I think we're going to no. start wrapping it up here soon. And I've got a game, so I need to find some people to play a game. It's called Name That Beer. I've got game show music and everything so it's gonna be exciting sounds interesting (laughs) thank you guys um we'll be back since you brewcast the voice of sense craft you know there's no need to be up tight (laughs) beer is about having fun the dream, the dream is definitely the fact that we went from homebrewing in a garage to where we are today, right? That is, that is the dream. Where we go from here, we're gonna, we're gonna continue to figure out as we grow. Uh, we, uh, and we don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. Can you have more fun with your clothes on? I don't think so. <laughs> We're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hey everybody, we're brought to you by Brewer's Buddy, your best friend in brewing. Brewer's Buddy is the latest homebrewing system on the market. It's a patent-pending, gravity-fed, beer homebrewing platform made affordable for anyone who loves the craft of brewing beer. It's versatile, durable, affordable, and it's safe. You can follow them at Brewer's Buddy on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you can find out more about them at brewersbuddy.com. Make sure you pre-order now at www.brewersbuddy.com. Brewer's Buddy, your best friend in brewing. This is Steve Shaw. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamal Nagy. Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman-Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette. Hi, this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Permissible Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In Northside. In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. Mar, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. The voice. The voice. The voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> Because the Stokes folks, as I call them, are not over here, and they're going to be. They're going to play a game whether they want to or not. I've got a game show. It's called Name That Beer. All right. Got one out of two contestants ready to go. (laughs) So if anybody 
has not gotten a chance to go back and listen to our brewcast from the brew bus. Um, Matt Stokes was our our guide, and it was a fantastic day. All right, I think we've got them both. Grab a microphone, any microphone. Oh yeah. So this this game, you're gonna have to slide over one so you don't see the answers. Okay. Or well, at least scoot your microphone over. I was trying to cheat, yeah, but that's I guess pretty smart. Okay, okay. Oh, the end. That's, that's Got me. Song. Try it now. Got me? Yep. Gotcha. There we go. Yeah. Can hear me. Uh, I think Unique New York. All right. New York. <laughs> so this game is called Name That Beer. All righty. Oh, wait. I got, I got music. Hang on. <clears throat> got to put my game show voice on. <laughs> Howdy, folks. I'm the Gnarly Gnome. <laughs> Welcome to Name That Beer. <clears throat> that was Sorry. a really good game show <laughs> voice. It was, right? That's Sajak. I can't do it very long. Gnarly Sajak. Hurts my throat. So this, ga- this game's called Name That Beer. What happens is I'm going to read all or a portion of all of a description, a commercial description of a local beer here in Cincinnati. You have to tell me the name of that beer. Now you have a lifeline, okay? Your lifeline, you have two lifelines, I'll give you two. Um, one of them's probably gonna be useless though. So the, the, the good lifeline is that I can tell you what brewery that beer is from. You only get to use it once. Okay. Your second lifeline is phone a friend. Your friend, it's Mr. Brian Booth sitting here behind me from Hunting Agnes. Um, I do not know his commercial beer Cincinnati knowledge, so I don't know if that's a good lifeline or not, but here he is. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't know what he said because I can't hear him. He looks very confident. All right. So. All right. I'm going to start with Matt because he's closest to me. Why not, you know? Are you ready? Braxton. That's not even. You have to name the beer. Oh. Oh, whoops. All right. Matt. Okay. Yes, sir. This tart blonde ale was brewed with our wild friend Brett riding shotgun. The oh, longer yeah. you let him ride, the more horsepower this brew gets. I know the answer to that question. That would be 50 West. Brett is my co-pilot. Wow. That means that's a correct answer. That's right. impressive, buddy. Well, yeah. I guess I should keep score. Here. I was worried for a second, but, you know. Um, I, I have a fear that these are too easy. I ran them all by my wife, and she got You said horsepower, so I did think it was Braxton for a minute, that Berliner. Mike, not a ray of light penetrates the soul of this beer. Combining the roasted malt backbone of a porter with a huge amount of earthy and citrusy hops typical of many IPAs, this unique IBA will leave you questioning its identity, and maybe yours. Uh, that would be Mad Tree Identity Crisis. Uh, I think these are too easy. Of course, I did get a couple pros. To, to we play have the game. been to quite a few yeah. breweries already today right. on the Cincy Brew Bus. So. <laughs> yeah, the Cincy Brew Bus loves that, <laughs> that beer. This red rye ale 
releases as spring wrestles winter into submission, and the red legs take the field. Here's to a hot start this year. It, can any of us answer? No, no, this is his question. This is mine. Matt's. You know what? Like if, I don't know, there should be some kind of okay. timer, and then you can steal it, but I didn't. No, it's fine. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I um, Let's see. Give me a brewery. The brewery is Rheingeist. Rheingeist. Oh, that is Hustle. Yeah. Oh. All right. All right. Damn, I thought I had you. Next on the list. Oh, this is a tough one. Uh, there was a time when all dark beers had a smoky flavor. Grains were traditionally roasted over an open flame, then technology took over. This brewery's smoked porter pays homage to those early days. Unlike many traditional smoked beers, which are smoked with beech wood, this beer uses cherrywood smoked malt, which gives this brown porter a very refined smoke character with a unique flavor profile. I'm going to say that that would be... That would be... Um Are you looking for answers in the room? Okay, maybe the person. <laughs> That's who made how I look into my brain is, is look at people. I would say that that uh, I'm gonna go with uh, fume from. Um, uh, I'll give it to you. That's okay. fume from Blank Slate. Yeah, Blank Slate. Yeah, these these questions are way too easy here. <clears throat> this is this is one of my favorite beer descriptions in Cincinnati. Every tool has a life of its own. It has a history and a soul. Yes, we actually believe that. Some were forged to perform reliably days after long days. Some were designed to give its life quickly, like that saw blade you sacrificed to the rusted bumper bolts. But that's a lot like you, isn't it? You were designed to do something unique. And even if you haven't found your thing, we raise this beer to you. It's, it's a tough one. Think about the theme. Oh man, I, I think I, I, I think I know the brewery. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Blown Gasket by uh, Braxton Brewing Company. It's close, but oh. it right. is Twisted Bit ah, by Braxton Brewing Company. That's my favorite beer here. So too. close, so close. You got the brewery right. I'll give you half credit, but unfortunately, we don't count half points. All right, all right. All right, let me fine. find another good one. Oh. This breakfast beer of its creating brewery, uh, the breakfast beer of its creating brewery, this unique brown ale is a collaboration of local brewers and roasters. The bold aroma of Deeper Roots coffee and a refresh refreshingly, refreshingly delicate finish, uh, lost my place, is perfect for the start of your morning. Uh, this is mine. What's your question? Uh, this would be... Um Oh man, this is. Uh, we need an answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the it's the tropical stout here, right? Uh, okay. That is Mount Carmel's Coffee Brown Ale, uh, okay. which means we're tied. We've ended at a tie, okay. and it's time for a tiebreaker question. Awesome. Let's All do right. It. So this one. Um, to keep this fair, I need you guys to write your answers down. What I'm asking you both is what year 
Little Kings was introduced? What year was Little Kings introduced in Cincinnati? Little Kings, one of the most delicious cream ales that you'll find in their itty-bitty green bottles. It is a beer fit for kings, after all. It is. It's good to be king. I think you can get a bucket of them at the logger house for like $9 or something. Just hang on to it. We'll, as long as you got it written down, I trust you. Whoever is closest gets, gets the win here. All right. Who wants to go first? That's all right. Just, just, just tell me your answers. Uh, oh, tell the answers. Okay. Yeah. okay. Hold it up so we can see that you're not lying. I don't know why I wrote so little on this big old piece of paper. 1970. I wrote 1968. Ooh. It's 1958, which means... Oh, congratulations. boy. Here we go. That's right. It's not every day you get to lay a licking on your older brother. So, so When I originally came up with this idea, I was going to give away like a prize of raffle tickets or something. But since you guys are in the industry, sorry, you don't get any. Nice. Well, like thanks. It's <laughs> awfully nice. You no. get nothing and may God have mercy on your soul. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to Name That Beer from Tipsy Brewcast. We'll see you next time. Man, that's fun. I should do a game show every week. Um, so I do need to start kind of wrapping this up. Um, you know, this is big sis night, so, we'll, you know, just as a reminder to everybody, you know, um, it's all about, about Mike. And if, if, if you're here, please drink big sis Pilsner. Um, they're donating a portion of the proceeds uh, to some of Mike's favorite charities. If, if you don't like Pilsners, um, I, I don't suck it up. It, buy some raffle tickets. Um, again, all of the proceeds are, are, are going to Mike's. I can't, can't do this. I'm getting, <laughs> the peanut gallery is distracting me. Um, you know, buy raffle tickets. There's a whole bunch of really cool stuff over there. And for anybody that's in the room, um, stick around. Hunting Agnes is coming up after me. And um, they're, they're probably going to entertain you right on par with what I did, if not uh, a little bit more. So stick around. And thank you guys very much for listening to the show. We'll be back next week. I don't know what we're talking about next week, but it's going to be educational and fun and involve beer. So Cincy Brewcast, uh, follow us, cincybrewcast.com, I think is probably the easiest way, but we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, I don't know, all kinds of other places. If you have a favorite podcast pod catcher spot that we're not on let me know and we'll get there so cincy brewcast the voice of cincy craft thank you guys very much live from braxton <laughs>